Hey, what's up? This is Corey Dion Lewis, clinical health coach and host of the Healthy Project podcast. Now, the research shows that social determinants can have a greater impact on your health more than healthcare or lifestyle choices. The purpose of this podcast is to discuss how to improve health and reduce health inequity by speaking to healthcare professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs. Now, if you're enjoying the podcast, give it a review. Or you can also make a donation to The Healthy Project using the link in the description. It takes 30 seconds and it's super easy. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now let's get started. Oh, hello everybody. Thank you for watching The Healthy Project Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Dion Lewis. And this is the uh, My City, My Health edition of the podcast. And let me tell a little story about this guest. <laughs> oh, silly gracious. Last year, our first conference, My City Des Moines. Yes. We had the, it was the prevention panel. And we had a Q&A with the audience. This guest, Mrs. Ward, was an attendee. But you wouldn't have known it. <laughs> that is fair. She grabbed that mic and she had not only did you it bars like, but you had everybody's attention. And Larry and I said to ourselves, "Oh, she gonna be Milo will be on this joint next year." Cause <laughs> will be on this joint. Miss Keisha, thank you for being with me today. I appreciate you. I'm so excited to be. I I make fun of you for that, but I'm serious. Like I, once you did that, it's all it's all fun. I, but once you did that, I was like, "Oh, she gotta be back." She's got to be back, but, like, on the panel this time. And I was coming back either way. Oh, that's love. Look, I was coming back either way because I went back and was telling everybody, look, y'all, this is one of the best conferences I've ever been to. Just the the format of it. Yeah. On point. The fact that we were all getting the same information. To Y'all know how it is with with conferences. Like, you have your breakout sessions. You got to go in this room. You got to leave and go over there. But it was the way that it was laid out where we all received the same information. We all had the opportunity to even hear from the crowd, right? If they had questions, they had comments, we were, it to me, being able to take in all, all of that same information at the same time is, I haven't seen it at a conference before. So what I say, I was looking forward to, I went, I went to work, I was like, all y'all need to go. <laughs> All of y'all need to go. I told my CEO, like, we got to send some folks. Yeah. Um, especially since we um, work with uh, Young Children Mental Health Challenges. Yeah. yeah. Um, it'll be extra important for y'all to be there, for them to be there this year, because our community panel, I'm sure they're going to be talking a lot about that. We got Lewis Houghton. We got Ken Morris. We got Billy Weathers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, if anybody should be there, it should be somebody that's working with the youth. Yes. So at least yes, that panel. Yes. And um, man, you're the, you're like everybody has said like it was awesome being able to see every. But for a health equity conference, I feel like you have to like you gotta get all the information. In. You do. I I agree. Information. I agree. And but you did it. The fact that you did it right the first time though, because you you know especially when you get it right the first time with something like that, there's this anticipation now. Because yeah. what I've been hearing is everybody else across the U.S. won't they all. And I'm like, wait, hold up. Stop a minute. Yeah. <laughs> as long as y'all don't pull them away from us, yeah. we're good. The more, there, there's too many, there's too many uh, great black professionals in Des Moines for this not to happen every year. I agree. I agree. Like, cause what, all right, this is me. This is probably me stepping too far. No, I'm not stepping too far ahead. Hold on. Because what's, where do we go as it grows? What space do we go in? Look, I'm, I'm about to be over here. I'm sorry. I don't mean to like, <laughs> May pray we love you. <laughs> well, that was, that was the whole conversation. Cause Larry, yeah, who I do it with. Um, was like, are you sure you want to do that mainframe this year? Because we're we're expecting double, mm-hmm. but who knows what we're gonna? You know what? Who knows what's gonna happen? Y'all gonna get that double? 
Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's like to outgrow a space though, that right. early on. How many people can say that? How many people can say that? Hey, you no. said, talk about it. Hey, I ain't. Hey. <laughs> Look, that ain't how you I believe. <laughs> but hey, we ain't here talking about I know, I know. We have to say that first. Yes, we do. But what, um, what I appreciate about you is in this conference and having this space, I will say that. But also, yes, you were at the prevention. Uh, you were there and you spoke at the prevention panel, but you do have a prevention story. Yes. So that's why it's not for us here in Des Moines, it's not unusual for you to be on the panel. Right. Because you have a an experience in the background right. and mm-hmm. you have had either have a business or have had a business mm-hmm. in the space. Mm-hmm. So um, tell people a little bit about yourself yeah, uh, and, uh, and what's going on with Keisha. Okay, so when it comes to prevention, okay, mm-hmm. uh, I, oh gosh. So I still consider myself an athlete. Okay, I know how it is sometimes. Say, oh, I used to be an athlete. No, still an athlete, okay? I still lift weights. I'm still an athlete. So um, I played basketball. And I, huh, the knees, oh. women and their knees, um, especially in sports. And so I have torn both ACLs. Oh, okay. I've torn both ACLs and I've, I've had a total of six surgeries on both my knees all before I was 30 years old. So I'm turning 36 here in a couple months. All before I was 30, I had already had six surgeries on my knees. And um, I lived in my ortho's office. When I say I lived in Greenwald's office, thank you, Greenwald, for always taking care of me in Ames. Um, I lived in his office. I lived in physical therapy, ISU PT. I mean, there was not a time where I can't think of when I wasn't in either one of those places. And so um, I remember my ortho telling me, Keisha, you're on your way to knee replacements, cortisone shots, and arthritis. Before 30? Before 30. So to hear that come out of his mouth and he say, like, you know, we can't keep the inflammation out of your body. That's what he kept saying. We can't keep the inflammation out of your body. I was like, what the heck does that mean? You know, like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> right. To me, I'm, I'm saying, I'm doing everything that you're telling me to do. Right. And it's still not working. I've changed my shoes. I'm in I'm in physical therapy, but I still can't do any lower body workouts. Walking hurts. Going from sitting to standing hurt. So imagine that for 10 years straight. So my husband will tell you I was in pain for 10 years straight. And and um when my when my ortho told me that I walked I walked into the waiting area. I walked out of the the doctor's office and into the waiting area, and I saw all the people there waiting for their cortisone shot for their knees, specifically for their knees. And I went, oh, my gosh, is this going to be my life? And then you think about knee replacements. They tell you you can, you can only have two in a lifetime because um, they only last 10 years, and each time they go in, they got to shave yep. some stuff down a little bit. So I went, well, what the heck? What? Where does that leave me? Right. So, uh, you know, did a lot of praying, you know, please God, show me what I need to be doing. Not just me asking, can you heal me? Not, But is there something that I'm supposed to be doing? And I remember one day uh, I was on Facebook just scrolling and a video came across of professional athletes that were plant-based mm-hmm. and how it changed their recovery. I mean... All of it, like they're, uh, and I, I just kind of went, okay, they're athletes and doing it. I'm an athlete. Yes, I'm an athlete. Let me look into this because I try. I feel like I've tried everything else. I'm just gonna look into it. I did about three months of research. Some of that research included walking up and down the grocery store aisles, reading labels. Wow. How often do we read labels? Like. Do we realize that there are some cereals, like breakfast cereal, that has gelatin in it, and gelatin is pork? Like, do we even realize some cereal has pork in it? Mm-mm. 
But why would the average person, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless you're going through some. Unless you're being for how, how I've always said it, unless you're being forced to do something, a lot of times you don't even pay attention to it. Like you, yeah. you, you just eat, you just, we just eat what we love and right. what tastes good. So I did that for about three months. And because, um, you know, there are two sides. There's either you transition, right? There are some steps to get to plant, uh, to being fully plant-based. Okay. And then the other side is just going 100% in. Right. On day one, right? So I wanted to go 100% in. Mm, I can see that. <laughs> I am very disciplined. I'm a very disciplined person. Um, and a lot of it does come from sports, but... I went, um, after all that research, I went plant-based January 1st, 2017. Okay. And two weeks in, no more pain. Two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. I had no more aches in my knees. Um, I felt good. My skin was like clearing up but I thought I had clear skin until I looked back at pictures before then and I was like okay all right I guess so like my skin cleared up uh my energy increased also my our tummies like how often do we say how often do we say oh man I got the itis my stomach man my stomach we're we've been so used to saying and doing that from when we were kids. Yeah. I just had my nephews for a week and they were, and they're like, oh, my stomach hurts. Right? Like we become so accustomed to to saying it, we don't even think about like, why is my stomach why? hurting? Yeah. So I had no more tummy aches. I mean, when my, my why was always my knees. Today, it still is my knees. Right. Um, because you do have to have a why. If you don't have a why, you're going to go back. Yep, facts. And that has happened with friends, associates, like all of it. If you don't have your why, it's going to be so tempting. People going to put ribs in your face. <laughs> you go, go, right, you go go to the barbecues, the family and friend barbecues, and they like, you sure you don't want this? You sure you don't want this cheese and this mac? Right. But, but, um... When you're serious and you have your why, you're not going to go back. Because I've always said, my goal is to never be in anyone's face going, you need to go plant-based. You need to do this. Right. I'm always like, just listen to your body. I say, I listen to mine and I will always be plant-based because I know what it felt like when I wasn't. Were plant-based. And um, so, yes, two weeks in. When I say my life changed, it there was this shocker. I, I I remember going, why didn't my why didn't my doctor tell me this? I literally remember saying that. Why didn't my doctor tell me that maybe I just needed to change some things about my eating? Because he mentioned inflammation. And I had learned that the foods I was eating causes the most inflammation. And now I didn't have it in my body anymore. So I was confused. So I went, so um, I never planned for vegan knees to become a business. I didn't plan for Wargrave Studios either, but I did not plan for vegan knees to become a business. Um, It still is. I went on a hiatus um, for a little bit um, before coming back uh, to it this year. But it was more just about sharing my journey. Here's some, okay, look. Black folks, we love our soul food. We lo- like, it's cultural. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, well, that makes, that makes it hard to let it go because it's been your culture. But I had a doctor tell me one time um, on my podcast many moons ago, mm-hmm. and he was like, um, it was, it's not really culture. It was survival. Mm-hmm. Because of the foods that we were given back when our ancestors were slaves were either rotten, yep. dirty, you right. had to rinse off your meat, you mm-hmm. had to put extra salt on, you had to do things. It was out of survival. Mm-hmm. So it necessarily wasn't mm-hmm. culture, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I I took that, I'm like, wow, that's that's deep. real, that's, deep. that's real, right? It's not culture, it was survival. Real. So like, <laughs> it was, 
that's real. And even, and, and I will say, you know, I still eat meat. If, yeah. if it's the same yeah. as I used to, I mean, it's definitely um, still a part of my life. Mm-hmm. But um, how I prepare and even having days where we don't have meat. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know how people do meatless Mondays? Yes, it you know, We don't necessarily do meatless yes. Mondays, but yes. we, do, yes. we have a meatless day. Right. It, oh, yep. okay. yes. yes, yes. Things like that. It is just incorporating that mm-hmm. um, into our life and creating a new culture. Right. Ooh. Ooh. But it, that's good. Because we, and, and when you think about it, who going to give up, who going to give up that good food? I mean, like, look, I'm going to always keep it real, no matter what space I'm in. Like, and, and, and that's why I always like to say too that, I'm never in anybody's face. You got. You need to do yeah. this. You got to do that. I was like, look, we we eat what we love to eat. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's a fact. And you know, um, because when you yeah, when you think about that, it's like I don't want to give that up. I I feel like because what I what I what I explain to some people is you wouldn't see. I don't want you to see it so much as like giving something up, but enhancing your life. Right. Because, mm-hmm. right? So, um, because today, <laughs> plant-based foods today look a lot different, even from three years ago. Oh. I mean, it looks so, you can walk in, I feel like so many more restaurants today, the grocery stores today, from Walmart to Whole Foods, Target, Aldi. Aldi has their own brand of vegan cheese like right literally today when i talk to folks who have been plant-based or vegan for 10 plus years 20 years i mean they don't even know what to do with themselves today because can't believe there are so many options are all vegan options made the same though so one thing that you know because (laughs) so i think that's especially thinking about the conference right and what you're and and conversation i hope we have yes with the in the prevention on the prevention panel yes there are a lot of people that uh we want to connect with and and reach out to that maybe come from a means where they might may not think they can go vegan right or right the vegan right. options they go to mm-hmm. uh maybe oh this is really really cheap but was it is it the best mm-hmm. is it the like is it still yeah like how how do you navigate that? How would you how would you uh, connect with somebody? So the thing with that that's um, which I'm really looking forward to bringing back over this next couple of weeks is my um, try it Wednesdays. So my try it Wednesdays through Vegan Knees, uh, my company uh, is all about quick, easy, delicious food. Um, the foods that I make uh, are. They're not expensive. I try, you know, um, because what I what I say is if you're if you're unable to get creative in the kitchen, you also won't last. Ooh. You won't last. So um I'll just give you some examples of folks that have tried it. I have quite a few friends that have tried to go plant-based, but they got bored. Mm, yep. And so, right, it was it was kind of like, ugh. Do I want to eat this tofu again? Do I want to, gosh, I've just been having broccoli and just great, just steamed broccoli and green beans. And I'm tired of this and all my friends. Because that's the perception too is, is being plant-based means that you don't have flavor. And so a huge part of my Try Wednesdays, a huge part of when I'm doing consulting, uh, when I'm doing any type of plant-based coaching is being able to talk through what does it look like to get creative in the kitchen okay. that you you don't have to spend all day in the kitchen doing. I mean, even down to my uh, vegan fried fish. So a lot of people know me for my vegan fried fish and my vegan mac and cheese. So, you know, the vegan fried fish literally takes no time to prepare. Right. Mm. And it has all the flavors you need. Grab your Louisiana hot sauce. No other hot sauce. Please. Man, thank you. Please. 
But um, it really is about, you know, okay, you have, maybe you have this fridge full of, um, maybe you do have this fridge full of green beans, broccoli, bell peppers, right? You, let's let's right. think of all the bland stuff, right? The yeah. things that may not have uh, much to it. Uh, mushrooms. I don't know about y'all, but mushrooms is it like almost all my dishes because okay, if I could be anything, I would turn into a mushroom. So I... <laughs> If I could be anything, that's how I would be. And so as an example, I've done um, a try it Wednesday where I made a stir fry. And you get your um, low sodium soy sauce. You get, if you like um, spice, hot chili oil, you like, you bring all the flavors into this wok. Right. Right. And it is. Okay. Just the flavors you can create from. Look at all these bland things we just yeah. wore out the fridge or off the counter and to be able to and 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 even with like i think about rice whether it's jasmine rice brown rice lentils y'all could still put some seasoning on y'all stuff i mean even even if you're using let's say uh whether you're using a rice cooker you know an instapot or you're preparing your rice or lentils or whatever in a in a regular pot on the stove right you can use um, vegetable stock, right, as the base instead of water. So we thinking like right. So when you think about like getting creative, like yes, bring in the the vegetable stock, bring in bring in some of those seasonings. When you even while the uh, water is sitting there, let's say you open up your um, your rice cooker and you got your rice in there, you got your vegetable stock in there. Right. Season that bad boy and let it fall into the rice or the <laughs> you do not have to be it, it doesn't have to be bland it doesn't have to be um it, it can be delicious and not high in sodium because <laughs> now we now we gonna have some other issues as we get if we get everything high in sodium but i'll say this because plant eating plant-based is such a large topic but some people, because it's easy and it's something they're familiar with, they'll immediately go to all the processed options. Right. The burgers, the sausages, the the all the cheese. Yeah. Um, have you seen like just just when you're grocery shopping? Do you even do the grocery shopping? Who do you do the grocery shopping? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I mean, I. Yeah, she asked me what I need. I'm like, this is what I need. You know, you go. Chris does most of the grocery shopping. So, you know, I'm going to be asking because have you ever paid attention to any of the, like, in the freezer sections or anything like that, like the burgers or any of those things? Not, not really. Okay. I don't, when it comes to my meat, like, I, I will say I have the privilege to be able to go and get meat from like fairway or like i got something you. like that. so you ain't back there in the you ain't back yeah, there I'm really in the bougie for a frozen burger a frozen burger take me to fairway <laughs> nah okay so i will say this some of them some of them are in are uh fit right they they fit them right in where the regular beef yeah is too i don't know if you've ever I seen that I've okay seen. okay how that because that's kind of their way too of getting folks to look at other options yeah is putting it with the beef yeah. and things like that so i was curious because that is the first thing that folks tend to go to it's like oh yeah i can do these burgers oh yeah i can do these sausages for sure oh the chicken mm -hmm. the vegan uh chicken in the freezer section heck yeah i can do that and i'm always going hold on hold on Think of those more as like treats oh, okay. than anything because they're higher in sodium. So the processed vegan options are higher in sodium. So when I make my mac and cheese, I only make it for very special occasions. Okay. The barbecues, the because that's when we ain't really thinking about. Right, convenience we resort. Yeah. Yes, right. We we think about yeah, fill my plate up, give me all the whatever. So it's more of special occasions. You're not going to see me wake up one day and just make that mac and cheese. Yeah. So prevention is in the preparation. Yes. So so when we 
So when we think of, um, when I think of prevention, um, I think number one, uh, what is it that we're feeling in our bodies? I always tell people, uh, because uh, I felt a lot of this before I actually started going to the doctor, mm. right? So I was feeling this at home. What is my body telling me with these particular aches, these pains? Um, I I was doing one-on-one um, -on -one plant-based coaching for a couple of years at one point, and I had a client who was um, 60. Mm. I had a client who was 60, and they said, um, I haven't been able to ride a bike in I don't know how long. They were able to ride a bike, hey. start riding again when they were done with the, by the time they were done with the three month program. That's dope. So given your the information, you know, now, if you yeah. had to go back uh, or even somebody listening, mm. what would you tell them? How would you prepare them for that conversation with their doctor? Like, what are some questions that you wish you could have asked your doctor? You know? So, okay, here we go. Here's some questions that I know because I also have my plant-based nutrition certification from Cornell and we were able to hear from doctors. So, so let me say this first because um, there some of the perceptions of the doctors should know this, right? right. What we learned in that plant-based nutrition certification program was only about 10% of their curriculum oh, is yeah. nutrition. They don't be knowing. So they really don't be knowing unless they take the initiative to go out and do something, which I was, you see a lot of nurses, doctors, things like that in this program um, for each cohort. But I guess first, walk in with that assumption that they actually don't know, right? right? So I, that like, that's number one, but that shouldn't stop you still from asking questions because they should be able to still go figure it out, go mm -hmm. find it out. So I wish um, I would have asked, cause I, cause I asked a very broad question. Why, why is my body just filled with inflammation? That is, that's such a broad, that, that could be perceived as a broad question versus I wish I would have asked is there anything that I could be eating mm. that could be increasing the amount of inflammation in my body? Right. Because what we learned was inflammation feeds disease as well. And heart disease is the number one killer. Mm. And heart disease is also reversible with the plant-based <laughs> lifestyle. That's what we learned, right? And so it is, I, I think... The number one question I wish I would have asked was, what foods am I, like, should I make sure that I'm cutting back on, I'm eliminating, working, you know, working towards, maybe it is a transition of trying to get it out of my, um, my, my diet. What is it? Can you provide me with some of that information? That is the most helpful. Because even when I hear my friends who are not plant-based say, oh yeah, I'm reducing the amount of dairy I'm eating and I feel it mm -hmm. like in a good way. Yes. They just want to know, but yeah. they have me as like their, as their go-to because <laughs> they could just call and be like, okay, can you <laughs> yeah. This is, right? Like this one going on and I noticed that this is happening to my body when I consume this. Like mm -hmm. not only ask the doctors, but literally going back to listening to your body and thinking of, okay, man, yeah, every time I consume this, this is happening. I know it's good, y'all. I know the ice cream good, y'all. I know them shakes good because that's what it be. Or the cheese. Or the cheese. We know. Oh, yeah. We love it, but we can't. It, I hear people say all the time, you know what? I'm going to just suffer tonight. I've that's heard so many so people say that. I, I've heard it too. Yes. I'm just going to suffer tonight because I love it so much. But that suffering... It just adds on yeah. to what's happening in your body over time. We make our own ice cream with fruit at the, at the crib. It's like the ice cream is like like sherbet. I, it is just it is all it is is fruit with some spinach sprinkled in there. They don't know it. I don't tell them, and they ain't gonna listen to this podcast. So they ain't gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> and they be killing it. I put them in little molds. We got these uh, popsicle molds or like the you know, ring pop molds. Is Illinois. Yes. That's what, but, and no matter like 
because we are also privileged to afford right um all of the things that we need when it comes to foods absolutely and i think it's also important to be able to ask your doctor what resources yeah um could i have access to based off my circumstance right whether that's to be able to ask more questions maybe right. you know maybe that is with the a dietitian or or a organization in the community or something like that right right so that means the doc that means these doctors gotta do a little bit extra work too because they yeah. need to be right when you think of <laughs> when you think of a healthy community what are the obligations of the doctors yeah do they have a list seriously do they have a list of resources where um, you can be able to go ask additional questions because they may not know and they may not feel like the expert. You know, if people like to say experts. They don't may not feel like they're the experts. Or uh, here is where you can get some of those healthy options to add into, you know, your daily diet um, that fits within your your current lifestyle and your situation. That's so real. Yeah. So it ain't even mad. Everybody plays a, a role in this. Us. But the education, it's it's easy to just say, oh, just, you know, do this. Just go buy this and eat it. There's so much more behind that. It's understanding what, what is it that you love? How can we how can we take what you love and do something with it to make it more right, make it make it more healthy and it still has great flavor. It still has because Please, y'all, nothing vegan is going to ever taste like non-vegan stuff. I don't care how good it is. It will never taste exactly right. like it. I think people go into it like, oh, this don't taste like chicken. That was not it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, well, it's kind of not chicken. <laughs> it might be so, you know, it might be so. Uh, some tofu it might be chickpeas it might be right that's creating this thing but um it is it's uh that education piece that's you know that's where i come into in the community of being able what what i'm what i'm working towards right now because i I went on a hiatus so now it is time for that shift with vegans of being um more heavily involved in the community mm. um working with hospitals working with other organizations um that are uh that um are health related and yeah well and that's gonna be a great what the so in the prevention panel this year mm-hmm. we have an oncology doctor on that same panel and i think that's going to be not only a really cool connection for you to be mm-hmm. like hey because we know prevention <laughs> Cancer is running rampant mm. in our communities, mm. right? Mm. So, mm. Um, as you said earlier, physicians have their place, of course, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not the whole pie. Mm-hmm. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I don't think. I I think they know. I know they know they're not the whole pie, right? But I don't necessarily think they know where to go. Yeah, there you go. So how you cool got- is it that? The resources sitting standing right next to you. <laughs> Listen, educate educating on this is exciting to me. And I think that's a huge part of it too. Um in this work and and you know, you asked the question around like how do you get people, you know, yeah. be, because first off, I really do believe you have to have the energy for it. Because yeah. if you're coming in you're very monotone. You don't have, it doesn't sound like you have any creativity and you know, it, in what you're doing and what you're trying to teach. Folks aren't going to be excited. If you don't seem excited, they're not going to be excited. They're not going to be excited. So, so it's being able to bring into these different spaces, um, educating in an exciting way, hands-on way. Yep. Um, and so that's what, another reason why I'm also looking forward to, um, I have as part of my business plan moving forward, after making some adjustments is uh, bringing community members together in like kitchen spaces at the, yeah, you know, the kitchen space and uh, the Drake neighborhood. Oh yeah. Right there off university. Yeah. University. Right off university. I'm, I know that. Mm-hmm. You're talking about. Yep. So to be able to um, offer those types of classes and opportunities yeah. 
for the community and to do pop-ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to do two pop-ups a year. Uh, and I listen, I, I have a lot of plans. And even, look, because I'm speaking this into existence, because it will happen, um, our own... Um, our own veg fest, our own Des Moines veg fest. I would love. Um, we have maybe on much smaller scales. We mm-hmm. have some plant based vegan things in the Des Moines area. Across yeah, the we're hoping to have Veggie Thumper at the at the conference this year. We're hoping. I heard she's super busy. Of course, she's always she is busy. out here. But you know, my yeah. boy, my boy Larry, it knows her. Yeah. So I'm Lisa, hoping he can pull the, uh, Larry. Come on, man. Listen, pull come on, girl. He look. He said, "Larry, get it." I'm saying, "Listen, you know me, girl. Come on." He's <laughs> yeah, for real. Like that. Yes, that. Like I, I want to have those collaborations. I, but I, I do. I envision a really large um, veg fest. And a lot of people here know me too. Uh, uh, um, much of my initiatives revolve around blackness and mm-hmm. uplifting the black community. So even though this veg fest, um, I'm, I'm calling it Black Des Moines Veg Fest. Okay. And even though everyone, you know, anyone would be welcome. Very inclusive. Yes. However, the yeah. vendors, mm-hmm. and so, the, so, you know, you gotta be strategic about this sometimes. So, I want all of the vendors to be black. We have a lot of food vendors. Oh, we have yeah. a lot of black-owned businesses that per, that sell food. Yes, like in this industry. So, and in Des Moines. And so, what I would love to do is to be able to host some things specifically for them, Man. because right now a lot of them don't offer vegan options. Most of them do not have a v- a single vegan option on their menus. So in order for me to, I feel like, um, uh, to get to where I see that vision, I need to support them. Right. In being able to, here's, I'm telling y'all, here's how simple this could be. Here's a great, easy, delicious dish you can right. add to your menu because I want them to be at the Veg Fest. Yeah. No, that's rare. And I feel like that'd be so easy to do. Yeah. To, add to get all of us in one room. Yeah. To get all of us in one room, learning, like, these are some things that you can do. And not just for vet, for this Veg Fest, but <laughs> I want to say this. I don't even know how far we into this, and I know you're going to edit it. Mm-hmm. However, I want to say... Still to this day, the fastest um, population that is um, growing is the black community for uh, veganism. Oh, I, I, can, I can see it. And so, and I do want to say this, uh, vegan and plant-based, you probably heard me say, you know, like use it interchangeably, say it this way, say it that way. So vegans and those who are plant-based eat the same foods. Okay. Same foods, okay? The difference is um, veganism is, uh, uh, it's a different lifestyle. It is right. animals' rights, right? So no um, no skincare products, no clothing, none of that is made from or no, no animals have been harmed. So they're all about animals' rights for vegans. Right. Um, plant-based, it is all about the foods and the foods only. Is for your health. Oh, got you. So they don't care where they don't care. Then you'll have people that still will use skincare products that are tested on animals or still has animal. Yep, it's all about the foods. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the difference. However, vegan is the universal term that everyone knows. So when you hear Tabitha Brown, right? There's this whole uproar because um she says vegan. However, hurt some of her um. I don't know, clothing items or something like that are animal. So there was this uproar recently in Target. There was this uproar. And so me, I, I wasn't worried because I was like, Tab is very, she's actually very clear of saying she does this for her health. She never, you never hear her talk about animals rights or, you know, anything like right. that. So, but 
it is because vegan is the universal term that everyone knows. That's where mm-hmm. vegan knees came from. Plant-based knees just ain't this kid. This doesn't sound right. <laughs> so with vegan, <laughs> but you'll always see in my description everywhere that I am plant-based. Oh, God. Um, but vegan, and I'll always say vegan is just the general term because even when you go to restaurants, they denote it as vegan and not so much plant-based because vegan is the universal term. Got you. And, like, like when for real, it's a, there was an uproar. Oh, wow. I mean, there were, like, Reddit posts. I, I kind of went, y'all got to be kidding me. Y'all are not coming for my auntie tab. Like, y'all are not allowed to do that. And she, if you actually know her, if you follow her in any capacity, yeah. you will know that she has talked about from day one that she has done this for her health. She couldn't imagine herself being here today if she hadn't changed her life. I want to see a, a ill will bone in her body. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't come, don't come for Tad, and don't come for me, cause I came back. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> don't play with me. Okay. So hey, and so my city, my health. What are you looking forward to this year? I seriously, I am looking forward to seeing new faces. Yeah. from last year um obviously the same faces y'all better come back so new faces um more connections just like mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier about like who is sitting next to you right yeah. that you can move forward and get the thing done yeah just get it done um i'm look i i am also looking forward to i think now that we've had the first one right and i loved how y'all pass the microphone around in the crowd i think this year not only me but i feel like everyone is gonna really look forward to and and have those expectations of okay okay yeah 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 we do get to we get to talk a little bit we get to have a conversation that that has been a conversation between larry and i on how much time because we didn't expect the q a to be so live i bet not and it was it was live it was live live and so now we're we're thinking okay how much time do we give Mm -hmm. do we do we get less time for the panel to make (laughs) more time for (laughs) it i i don't know but i'm (laughs) but i would tell you that's Seriously, that's what I'm I'm really looking forward to that because as and as folks are standing up, they're they're also saying, I appreciated this. They're also saying this is where they're coming from, this is their company, maybe they work at, this is their experience with yep. this topic. And so we we get to not only hear from I'm I'm looking forward to not just hearing from the panelists, but the people in the yeah. crowd with their experience, uh, you know, and and being able to just take back what I'm hearing. And take it even back to work. Yeah. To those who are not able to attend. Look, this, look at what we can do to enhance the experiences Talk. of the youth and families here that we that I just took from right here in Des Moines. Yeah. I didn't have to travel nowhere to get there. Nowhere. Because like you said earlier, the 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 expertise that's here. They're child. they're leaving the conference and going right back to work in the community. Yes. Yeah, I've taken a flight back home. Yeah, they're right here, and that's the beauty of it. I got okay, so I got a question. You asked me a question, I got a question. Yeah, is there anything new for us, like returning people to you? Is there is there anything that's like this is changing, or you'll get like more of a experience in this? Look, I'm putting him on the spot, y'all. This is (laughs) y'all. So there, there are there are a few changes. Okay. No, very 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 subtle changes. Subtle. Yeah. Very subtle ch- changes. Yeah. Um, I'll start with the most subtle one. That's with the panels. Mm-hmm. So like we do have, instead of last year we had the uh, culture and healthcare panel. Yes. This year it's a public health panel. So we have Nalo Johnson. I love Nalo. We have Nafisa. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackie Easley, the moderator. Mm-hmm. Uh, still looking for one or two other panelists for that public health panel. Okay. But you know Nalo's going to bring it. Always. The feast is going to bring oh it. And it's coming God. from different perspectives in public health. Um, Good. The prevention health, pre- the prevention panel, 
uh, you, Shayla, that's still the same prevention. We have the mental health panel. Brienne and Kayla are both coming back. I got my guy, Gabe uh, Martinez from Broadwalk, is going to be on that panel. Teresa Zilk is the moderator for that panel. That's my girl. And then the community panel, which will, from now on, will just be about community advocacy and community leaders. Yeah. So that's going to be with Bill Fountain, Billy Weathers, Julian Neely. That's what we need. It is just talking about what's going on in these streets. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Um, but so the pan- that that that's the framework for the pairs. The vibe is gonna be there, you know. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be. It's already. Go- already it's go. gonna be. The music's gonna be live. I already know. The music is gonna be dope. My food was good last year. I just want to say that my food was good last year because Larry definitely came up to me and was like, "Keisha, are we good?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, this good. Yeah. <laughs> the the one thing that um, we would like to do, I don't know if it's going to happen this year, though. It's going to happen, though, but we, what, what? The uh, Concrete Rose Award. And the concept I got back for the Concrete Rose. Okay. So the the uh, idea from it was that, that Tupac um Home, how you grow from a yeah. concrete rose. So, as we're talking about health equities and social determinants of health, who is that person that started from the bottom and now they are here? Well, I mean, you, I wow. your concrete rose. So much. The, the model I got back for that award yeah. was big ashy. It was, oh. it was so. I wouldn't. I wasn't giving that to nobody. Wait, what? 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 I wasn't giving that to nobody. It was. It was not what I had envisioned. So, like, where did the model come from? So, a company that I found doing my googles. So it and they're they're not local. So like. I just told them what I wanted. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we got you." And they brought me back. And I'm like, Ooh. "So what? So you ain't you, you ain't gotta tell me what was in the model, but what was part of the model? Was it the description of it? What like what what was part of the model for it? It was so they just brought back like a a drawing of it. So it wasn't the actual oh, in my hand. I got you. Okay, but I couldn't see it. Like it just looked very generic. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm not seeing it. I'm not paying for you to make one so I can it, it but that's something Larry was like, hey, we need to have it'd be cool to have an award. We're definitely going to highlight another nonprofit. Yeah. Um but I really want that uh I really want that concrete rose award. I thought that I thought that would have been so cool. We still may have time to do it. Let me I'm gonna tell you something right now. Y'all got the time to do it. And um, and I I feel like y'all have the time to do it the way that you want. Um, do it. I just say <laughs> just do it. And because and because, have you done a process? Have you done any processes for uh awards? Like here is how nominations happen. Here is how. Nope. We just say hey. Like everything with this conference, we was like, "This is what we want to do." We just, we just do it. We had you, okay, right. So, when we get off here, we just need to chat because I have a process created for our um for our event next month. Yeah, on the website, very clean and process laid out, okay. and so we can just yeah, yeah. Can... let's talk oh. about it. Let's talk about it. I think that'd just be so cool. It's it, super. Oh, yeah. Do it. Just do it. Scratch, scratch them. Turn it, turn it into yours. Is the title your? Is it? Can can you use that title, that name? Oh, I I don't know. I or do it, they have it like? They that had was it like just great like that. that was just like the the filler. Like we knew we wanted to do an award. Okay. We knew that we wanted to do it based off of that yes that poem yes because it it fits so the social determinants and all that and highlighting somebody that 
grew up in an area like, you know, somewhere where just the struggle was real, but they were able to, we just wanted to just highlight somebody. Yes, as you should be able to. Yeah. Oh, y'all got, y'all got time. <laughs> Not me over here putting <laughs> extra stuff on their plate. Y'all got time. Was it November? Oh, oh yeah, y'all good. Yeah, <laughs> and so maybe, and we we were hoping that we can get a sponsor for the award. Okay, so if not, you know, what I'm it's saying? a new fiscal year, so you everybody got new money. <laughs> the new fiscal year just started. Everybody got new money. <laughs> I just want to let you know that because you I know you know that, but you, I don't know if it clicks at all. Yeah. We just came into July. They got new money. <laughs> As support, it is going for a good thing. Like you should want to support that. You should want to support. That. Agreed. I mean, oh, I have to switch a little bit. Yeah, Keisha, I just appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you for having me. Absolutely. Um, before we get going, is there anything? Where can people reach you? If someone's listening, oh, yeah, how can someone connect with you? And I'll so, make sure I put them in the description of the podcast as well. Okay. So um, everything with uh, Facebook, Instagram, even uh, TikTok. Well, TikTok's a little different. Uh, but Instagram, Facebook, at Vegan Knees. Knees as in the body part. Vegan, K-N-E-E-S. Um, website, veganknees.com. I keep everything very simple, y'all. Right. Y'all can't miss me. Now, if you're on TikTok, it's vegan underscore knees because somebody decided to take vegan knees and I'm gonna need them to take that down because I got it trademarked. So, uh, so that's how you can reach me. But honestly, outside of that, you will find me everywhere. Just search my name in Google, and you will find me one way or another, or at an event. There you go. They <laughs> everything is at out me. here. Yes, Keisha. Again, thank you so much. Thank. Um, uh, thank you for being a part of my city, my health. Um, yeah, I just can't wait. I just, I can't, I can't wait. I, I, I don't want to keep saying too much. I know. I just don't want to overhype it. You no, no. Overhype it. Build up some momentum. Like straight lit y'all. When I tell y'all, I, I don't even know how many times I've asked Corey, when is it? <laughs> This year, I mean, just the random times I would see you and I'd be like, you got the date yet? Right? Like, that's how excited I am. But hype this baby up because I know I am. Like, y'all gonna, y'all gonna see the TikTok. Y'all gonna see the everything because we ready. Oh, man. And y'all need to be there. Yes. And it's it's not your average conference. It is. Y'all already heard me say this. It ain't your average conference. No, no. Hey. Everybody, I appreciate you. This is the Healthy Co- Podcast. Oh, my goodness. Cut that out. This is the Healthy Project Podcast. I'll let you next time.